This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spread it like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Markin' Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. I am your host, Dave. I am also here alongside with Brandon. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter. Give us a like on Facebook. Check out all of our episodes, MarkinOut.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Also, buy the t-shirt, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkinOut. Check out YouTube, too. Hey, Brandon, how art thou? I'm doing awesome as always. And yeah, I I believe there might be a sale coming up quite soon. Ooh, a sale. Possibly next week. I think they they said something about an early uh, Black Friday sale. I hear it's going to be buy two, get four free. No, I think it's up to 40% off. 40% is probably the New Japan shirts. So it's not buy two, get four? I'm assuming we're either 20 or 30% off. Yeah. So just check let, it let, out. Let, let, let's just sell the shirt, you know? Also, we apologize for not having a Wednesday Night Wars episode this week. Chris was just extremely busy, so you could uh, check him out still on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. Man, unfortunately, I was unable to uh, grace the the uh, Wednesday Night War podcast uh well, Marking Out presents Wednesday Night Wars. I wasn't able to record either. But unfortunately, that happens from time to time. But next week, we will be back in action uh, with your recording. So, how was your week? Yeah, it was good. Didn't really do much. I, uh, I've i been trying to make a bunch of food. I made a uh, taco casserole sort of dish. I ground hmm. some beef, tossed in some right. uh, spices... Why don't you record yourself making this? Because that's just... Uh, uh, like, why not do this on the Marking on Instagram where we could just have a cooking channel? Okay, first it? of all, I can't record videos for Instagram. Yeah, but you could, like, how, like you could do, like, what BuzzFeed does. Just hold your phone up while and cook with one hand. I don't think you understand. I don't think you're, like, thinking of my phone. Uh, my phone. Okay. My phone is not in the current, present-day Instagram... That's true. Day That's and true. age or whatever. That's very true. I did neglect that factor. Yes, Brandon's phone is from the Stone Age. But which was, I shouldn't I shouldn't make that joke because yeah. I only just got my smartphone like two years ago, not even. But like I refuse to upgrade to a unless I like absolutely need to, I refuse to upgrade to a smartphone. Why? Because it's just I can't type on it and I hate typing on them. And I always say and it sucks because I'm always like I I always have proper spelling, proper grammar when I do text messaging and stuff, and I I feel it's gonna really irk me if I get a, a smartphone because I'm not gonna want to correct all my stuff, even though there's like autocorrect and stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna want to correct my grammar and spelling when I press a, a, a wrong letter. Yeah, that happens to me a lot with the smartphone. Is Instead of uh, pressing a period, I will no. Instead of pressing space, I'll press period instead. So if I'm typing in the URL to go to a quick like Google search, I'm typing in something. Every single 
and, be, and to separate everything instead of a space, I have a period. So it brings me to a website saying, sorry, this website doesn't exist. I'm like, ah, oh, dang it. So it kind of like that, – that is one of the side effects that's not like fun. But also one of the other things I don't like about the smartphone is they turned on this thing where you could um, click – you could cl- click and hold and kind of like trace the word that you want to uh, appear. But it doesn't always work. And if you're typing quickly, it just – creates mumble jumble i think and, that that's been like a a thing for years though no 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 it's a new aspect but i just turned mm, it off i don't know i feel like i remember that from years ago no no dude no yeah but tech wise i i think i may have to get a new computer soon oh geez don't even talk to me about that i have been without a desktop for weeks now and it's like eating away at your soul yeah and i i don't know like i mean the both of these computers that i use are very very old and i definitely think a a new computer is necessary but why don't you save up and get one yeah i don't know i'm just like i don't like new but they have stuff that's like uh thousand dollars like you know like the stuff that are specifically made for students going back to school where it's nothing too crazy it's nothing too um it's like basic it sucks like if i'm getting a new laptop and i 100 percent, i will never not get an apple macbook macbook Mm -hmm. pro specifically and it sucks because all of them all the new computers there's no usb drives there's no cd rom drive i said that's super weird yeah that is that is a weird aspect to me that they have removed the cd-rom from everything even I mean, in they, cars they removed well that well even in cars yeah. how they removed the cd player it's just kind of a weird aspect it's me because everybody all these marks on their smartphones yeah like i still use cds in my car um and it's just kind of weird that people are now taking that option away like what happens if you go to because at the library they still have all cds so what if you take out a CD from the library, where are you supposed to listen to it? The the point is is that you have to stream on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, whatever. Yeah, but they're they're really forcing your hand with this. Yeah, I mean that kind of. I mean, look at. I mean, there's Netflix, there's Hulu, there's Disney Plus now. Yeah, it's it's very interesting to see how everything is going to go down, but yeah, yeah, the CDs are definitely getting impacted with this one. Well, that's just, I guess, they, they, that's how technology works. They force it out. Like, eventually, like I, um, like PlayStation 3, like all Netflix, Netflix still works for them, but like WWE Network, HBO Go, Disney Plus is like, no, don't even like think about having this on, on PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. But like, Xbox, I just got an Xbox One last year. Okay. When is the next one? That's going to be obsolete soon. Look at PlayStation 4. I feel like I haven't had it that long, but it's been probably like five or six years. And PlayStation 5 is slated, I think, for next year. I I can't believe that we've been on PlayStation 4 for as long as we have. But it's not really that long. And the systems aren't... Like the, the life the lives of a, a PlayStation system are not that long. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
I don't know. And then it's like how they they forced you. Obviously, they forced you to to upgrade. Yeah, and there's no way around not having an upgraded system. Oh yeah, either I mean, you, either, the... I mean, you could jailbreak it or whatever, or not even jailbreak it. Just get more, uh, add more, uh, a bigger hard drive, or whatever. But if you're not like into like taking apart your PlayStation or plugging in a, another hard drive, mm-hmm. if you run out of space, you run out of space. You got to get a, a new thing. Yeah, they really, I mean, and they've already said, I think it's been out there that they slowed down the system of the older uh, generations and stuff like that. Like we've, we had, a. it's been six years already with PlayStation 4. Yeah, yeah, it's a long time. But But it's like every, every six, seven years is a new PlayStation system. Yeah. That's true. I remember when PlayStation 3 was like the biggest thing. I don't know. I, I'm curious to see what PlayStation, what PlayStation 5 would even entail. Um, I'm curious how to see how that would work out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's like... I mean, because PlayStation 4 already has like the 4K playback of uh, DVDs and Blu-rays, I mean, but... I don't know what's the the what the the next step above 4K is. I'm not sure, but I guess we're gonna find out in uh, another year, right? Like if you go TV shopping these days, it's like, oh my god, I can't even believe what I'm looking at. Yeah, I mean, but I'm I'm also TV. I do not need to be upgraded. A TV, I am totally fine with having an old. Old-fashioned, uh, big-screen TV, you know? Or a small screen, like a wide, what is it, like a boob tube, you know? I'm, the old-school television sets, I'm totally fine with. I don't need a flat screen. I don't need uh, HD TV. I don't need any of that. I don't need a smart TV. Um, but some people out there need it. Some people out there are, like, I, I guess, addicted to the newest and latest technology where it, they need that though, TV. It's funny, though, like, when... When we, I remember when we got like uh, flat screens here and DVRs. Even I was like, I, I'm good. I don't need it. But I literally could not imagine like 2019 or anything without a DVR. I don't have D- DVR. But like, you don't watch TV. I do, but at night. I mean, at night I usually do. But like during the morning, I'll watch the news. So I'll watch like channel five, seven, eleven, just to get local news and city news. And then when I get home, it's either watching like, uh, um, what's his face, um, like a uh, Bloomberg, or um, yeah. I don't, what, what do you watch? Like you're like a like seventy this, year old man. <laughs> you know, I, I'll watch that. But then like, well, I guess this is gonna fall into it. Like last night, I ended up watching this movie from the ni- from nineteen forty one. Like, uh, see, a Lady Eve. It's ridiculous. Uh, the Lady Eve. Yeah, I like. So I, I guess... see. Like I watch all the like the newer shows and stuff. So I would I would be lost without it. I don't know. I'm... I, I literally even wrestling wise, I could not watch both NXT and A. Like I'm not f- sitting there flipping back and forth. Absolutely not. Am I not? I'm not doing that. I was just gonna say, The Lady Eve is a great movie. It's with Barbara Stanwyck and uh, Henry. Uh, literally nobody, Henry Fonda. Nobody knows who those people are. You know Henry Fonda. I, I know the name because of Gene, yeah. but 
nobody yeah, knows because, who those yeah, people her, are. Yeah, her father. It's actually really good. But, yeah, all right, good deal. And then outside of making taco casserole. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were talking about you. <laughs> I, uh, I saw Billy Joel last night. It was a good show. Ah, Billy Billy. Um, but... I'm tempted. To, I, I got to say, I have a problem. Oh. And I think that I need to go to a concert, but I'm not too sure. Like any random concert or just? Someone specific. Okay. Camille Cabela. It, I, I think I really have to go to a concert. It's Camilla Cabello. Camilla, Camilla, Camilla Cabello? Yeah. Yeah, I may have to go to her concert. Okay. I, I love every single one of her songs. Well, tickets to the Romance Tour are uh, going to be on sale soon. Yeah, at MSG. I may, I may have to go, but I don't know. Her music is so good. Yeah, she's got a really good voice. I've seen her... Uh, Three times already, I think. Yeah, and then a fourth uh, in uh, in less than four weeks. Yeah, where are you seeing her? Well, Jingle Ball. Yeah, she's gonna be at Jingle Ball. Yeah, no, she is so talented, and all of her songs are catchy. Yeah, I saw her. Wait, was she at Jingle Ball the last time? Probably. She. What group was? She, was Fifth, she with Fifth Harmony? Okay. Thank God she broke off. I don't know if uh, I don't know if she, I, I'm like almost certain she was at um, Jingle Ball the last time. Uh huh. But outside of that, uh, I saw her open for. Wait, did I see her three times? Now I don't know. Did she I, open for Taylor Swift? Yeah, but only I, I only went once to that, so I don't know why. I in my head think twice, so I think my, maybe I, it, it's my third time. That's gonna be. We saw Shawn Mendes. Yeah, yeah, we saw Shawn Mendes. Yeah, I, but I would see her in concert. Yeah, so um, I think I think this is my third time seeing her. That's cool. Yeah, her songs are really catchy. I don't know why sports. I thought for a second that I went to the Reputation tour twice. Mm. And this, so is uh, what is it? Um, uh, Baby Rexa. BB. Yeah. I, I like her song "I'm a Mess" a lot. Yeah, and I'm realizing she has a lot of good songs out there too. Well, she's gonna be at Barclays Center, I believe, coming up in November with, uh, or next week or so with uh, the Jonas Brothers. I would see them too. They got oh, they're gonna be at Jingle Ball. Now, not, Tommy, not BB like, Rexa, but and apparently BB Rexa is not Cat Del. What's her name? Uh, who's Harley Quinn in the movies? Cat, Cara uh, Delevingne. She's not Harley Quinn, is she? Right. Yeah, that's Harley Quinn, the blonde. Uh, yeah, I think that's her. I swear that her and BB Rexer are the same person. They look nothing alike. On the picture that pops up on Pandora, I think it looks just like her. I don't think she's Harley Quinn. That's you're thinking of uh, the Australian chick. The other, oh, I don't even know her name. She was in that uh, DiCaprio film. Mm. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of her. They're all the same. I'll I'll tell you in a second. You're <laughs> thinking of of of. I don't know. I can't find it. <laughs> yeah. I'm very like, 
I don't know. But, yeah. What else? Anything else? No. Uh, you went last week. You forgot to mention. Yeah, uh, last week. So enough about the concerts that I'm like kind of like considering right now. Um, yeah, so last week we had Mark Album of the Week, and I had a fail because I forgot my Mark Album of the Week. My, I, I had the opportunity to go meet the legend, the Hall of Famer, your Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. Uh, he was signing autographs on Long Island. Went to go meet him with my father, and it was really, really cool. He was a, a nice guy. Uh, the line moved very, very quickly. It was well organized, and it it was free. That's the best thing about it, you know. Like, it, I feel like it's so rare this day and age where you have a free autograph signing or one that's actually promoted out there. Um, and it's really cool because usually it's a hundred dollars, a hundred fifty dollars at access and this and that. While well, no, this no, no, was... no, 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 access was not a hundred and fifty dollars. Well, I'm just saying, we were able to meet a bunch of people for just the sixty dollars. We didn't have to pay a VIP meet and greet. All right, but for Kurt Angle, I'm assuming he's VIP. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm... sometimes I don't know. Yeah. Also, right. by the way, it's Margot Robbie, and she looks nothing like BB Rexa. I'll, I'll show you a picture of the pick of the seed maybe the album cover that pops up and it looks like her but i think it's just maybe the eye shadowing and the eyebrows um i just don't think you i think you think people just all look the same i don't know i don't know i mean i'm getting to that age you know watching movies from the 19 from 1940s watching bloomberg you know maybe maybe i'm just losing it i'm watching losing my, i can't i can't pronounce the names of all these current celebrities but you know it happens uh yeah so it was awesome to see kurt angle what was it just a mat that you got signed yeah yeah they had a generic mat uh to get signed and everything they, they, the one thing that stunk was that they did the generic like don't stand up picture yeah that, i always hate that i literally yeah. i hate that so much yeah it's one of those things where I don't know. I feel like I would be weirded out if I was Kurt Angle. I'm like, it's kind of my thing where I don't, like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, maybe I should stand up so this way we're eye to eye or something like that. Or, like, it's more personal. I hate it even more if I'm paying for it. Yeah. But at least, at least in this situation, they were allowing you to take pictures with them. I remember, like, I've gone to free signings or, mm-hmm. or stuff like that. Like, book signings. When I met Stone Cold Steve Austin, they didn't let people take pictures. Really? Yeah. That's insane. Like, that was, like, I, that was like so many years ago. And, and when I met, I went to, uh, I don't even oh, yeah, know if you it's got, still you got me. You got me his book autograph. Thank you. Yeah, when we went to, uh, I still have, I literally have no recollection as to why we were in Boston. <laughs> for that i literally i don't remember it was freezing cold i don't re- really remember what month it was and i don't know why we would have gone to boston but i know i don't think we were like we it for wasn't austin? yeah we went to to boston to meet austin and i know <laughs> that wasn't our our last stop yeah maybe you were it was like an to- on the way thing i remember pitching this to my to my parents, we were at Applebee's in in uh, Belmore, and I was like, "Oh, there's uh, an autograph signing 
in Boston. And my dad's like, oh, that's on the way. Let's let's go. And I was like, oh, snap. And I was like, by the way, there's also another signing with Ric Flair. <laughs> he goes, absolutely not. That's funny. Um, but, but like Bally's Total Fitness, I met Big Show for free. And mm-hmm. they, they weren't letting people take pictures there either. So it's like yeah, it's no, weird they, when – They had an employer – Employer, employee of uh, what is it, Kia Automotives yeah, or whatever? Autos. Yeah, oh, they had an employee there. To, like, you just had your phone ready, you gave them the picture and they, uh, your camera, and they took picture. Even like, when and, we went to Keith Hernandez, they weren't allowing it. Yeah, but the cool thing was, was this person took a, he was taking a ton of pictures for everyone. See, that's what so, that's like, what's have, good with the smartphones. That goes yeah, back like, to the I, technology. Yeah, like I have five to ten pictures of us with Kurt Angle because he just kept on snapping off pictures even when we were just talking to Kurt Angle like you know that initial like that initial part where you walk in and you greet him and handshake and stuff uh he was taking pictures of that um so even when we were looking at the camera he was taking pictures and I thought that was pretty cool I've only had that happen like with a meet and greet one time and that was when I met Gene Simmons at uh, Barnes and Noble wasn't that where you made out with him? That's not no. He touched know, my tongue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is like a weird story in itself. Like, why did Gene Simmons touch my tongue? It was a mistake. He didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah. He goes, "That's okay. We're all boys. We're all big boys here." Yeah, like, yeah but, but you just yeah, shook my, a million hands. Yeah, but <laughs> overall, my week was good as well. Uh, met up with Chris and a few of our friends. Played some poker. Watched. Uh, Good old EEW Full Gear, which took place on Saturday night. Um, I, I wasn't too. I did, I thought that the pay per view was kind of a disappointment. I uh, I did not watch it. Uh, it was in Baltimore, Maryland, Royal Farms Arena. They've visited there before, I believe. Um, I'm just I'm not paying fifty bucks for a pay per view, and if I'm not able to get out to a place like Chris's where you're all splitting it or whatnot. I'm not going to be watching it. It sucks. I, I The only match that I actually did catch was uh, Jericho and Cody, and then I saw I, I, it was a, somebody illegally streaming it, which I don't really condone, but it was on YouTube, so I, I saw it I saw it live, and I uh, I saw they had the first the, the three hours prior to that, too. I was like, oh, if only I knew. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, I mean, I, I thought that the pay-per-view was a, a bust, in my opinion. Especially coming off of uh, this entire feud with NXT, Raw, and SmackDown, where AEW really has to deliver right now because you're in direct competition with NXT on Wednesday nights. And now that you had that crossover event taking place, you really needed to send home that kind of a feeling where, you know what, next Wednesday, instead of watching this invasion potentially take place on Wednesday night on NXT – I have to see how this plays out on AEW. Well, what's interesting, though, is that because this this pay-per-view had, I think, the lowest buy rates of all the AEW pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. But the ratings spiked higher than it did last week. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. So I'm assuming I'm assuming more people like people like me who are not paying 50 bucks. For a pay-per-view, people who don't have, like, maybe they don't have a group of friends to, like, split it with. Yeah. And they just don't want to pay 50 bucks for a pay-per-view. They uh, they don't watch, they're not watching the pay-per-view, and they tune in to see the fallout. 
Yeah. That, I mean, uh, think about think about back in the day in, in, in WWE, before, like, the network, and outside of Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, um, and maybe sometimes SummerSlam, but definitely just uh, Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, I didn't order the pay-per-views at all. Yeah. So everything that I was getting was on that that Monday's Raw. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And WCW, I didn't watch any of those pay-per-views. I never ordered a single WCW pay-per-view. Yeah. I would get all my stuff from Nitro. So maybe the, everybody's, I'm not paying 50 bucks. We're, we're in the, to the generation that we're spoiled because now we have the WWE Network. Nine ninety nine a month for basically pay per views. Yeah, it's yeah. I feel like people don't realize how lucky they are with what they have available. I mean, but let's get back to the pay per view itself. I thought so, it was, I thought it was yeah. cool that they had Taz on the the buy in again. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. I wasn't expecting that, but I also didn't realize that he was on a previous one. Um, well, no, not not. A, I shouldn't say again. He was on the uh, AEW Dark. Oh, gotcha. Well, so kickoff was Britt Baker taking on B Priestley. Uh, Baker picking up the victory by submission. I feel like that's kind of expected. Oh yeah, who won predictions? You or Chris? Um, I'm going to assume Chris, but I I don't know. Maybe we tied. All right. Well, Baker picked up the victory over Pri- uh, Priestley, but yeah. I don't know. Match did nothing for me. Yeah, well, the uh, the show opened with that tag team match between, I guess they're being called Proud and Powerful. Mm-hmm. LAX, Santana, or- and Ortiz. They uh, picked up the victory over the Young Bucks. Yeah, so, uh, very happy that the Young Bucks continue to, well, I shouldn't say continue, but they did lose. Yeah. So very happy about that. Uh, Adam Page picking up the victory over Pac. For some reason, they decided to do a again another match uh, the the week after the pay per view on Dynamite. That I thought was absurd that they did that. Yeah, I, I'm. I this, feel like the like, the company's been around for like three months or whatever, and they've already wrestled like seventeen times. Yeah, I agree with you, and it's kind of weird to me, especially because in the beginning this match didn't even take place at that first pay per view. So it's kind of well, like weird it, to me. Now yeah. it's. Now it's taking place so many times. It's like, what happened that first time around that you guys didn't want to come together to the table? And if I think, I believe Chris texted me this also. If WWE were to do that, have uh, Adam Page versus Pop as many times as they, as they have, and then do it again on Dynamite, w, they would be like ripping apart the product. Oh, yeah. It, it would be a Seamus Cesaro feud. It would be like um, Randy Orton and. Uh, Christian? Yeah, I think Christian. Yeah, it would be something like that. Where 2K is like, oh, or THQ, I forget if, who it was at the time. They're like, oh, let's put the uh, Randy Orton and Christian feud in there. Mm-hmm. Bro. <laughs> yeah. No, While it's... I didn't mind the fact that we got all those attires, come on. I don't, yeah. I don't need all that. No, not at all. Uh, next up, you had Sean Spears alongside Tully Blanchard picking up the victory over Joey Janela, the bad boy. Um, it was a good match, but yeah. Was there any outside of interference by Tully? 
Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, heel tactics, trying to get involved, uh, causing distractions, allowing Sean Spears to get the upper hand on, Je- on Janela. Uh, then you had SoCal Uncensored pick up the victory over Lucha Brothers and Private Party to defend their uh, championship. Which the I thought AEW was, I thought world. was so stupid that that like they just won the titles and they're defending it against the Lucha Bros again and then Private Party inclusion is cool and stuff because that, they've really yeah I like they, Private Party yeah I feel like Private Party I, really I like all three end. teams I like all three teams I should say that I don't Private Party's really coming into their own uh, at the end of the match the lights go out and everybody's like okay what's up um, and in the ring is a sent, uh, second Penta Pentagon Junior. Um, Full gear imitates him doing the Full the gear. little gimmick taunt that he does, and then he ends up attacking him and ends up being Christopher Daniels. Do you think they do that lights out gimmick too much? Uh, I don't think it happens. We've too seen much. it so many times. I feel like it's an important gimmick. It's been because we've we've seen it be Cody. Who else? There were other people too. Jericho, I think. But but it's an important uh, thing to utilize. I mean, we were playing poker, and once the lights went out, me and Chris were like mid conversation. We're like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I don't know. I think hold it's on. absurd to overuse something like that. It's. I mean, it's the same exact thing with the unsanctioned match. Yeah. It's like how many more of those are we going to get in such a short yeah. period of time? That's true. Um, next up, women's world championship match, uh, Rio. Pick him a victory over Emmy Sakura. Seemed like Emmy Sakura should be the uh, new champion. I saw the uh, the gif or the the clip actually where Rio goes to goes to hit like a knees or whatever on Emmy and she turns it into a pin, and the ref counts one and then gets up and then counts one two, and everyone's like everyone like tries to cover it up like oh their, her shoulders came up whatever but it's like no she's literally she's like struggling to get out of the pin like anyone else should be struggling. To get out of a pinch, her shoulders don't come up. Yeah, no, I thought that this match it was good, but there was a lot of moments where it was just a little bit uh, slowish. It was, by the way, I believe the same referee that messed up that Trent and Pac count. Oh yeah, uh, Chikara guy. And I, I've, I, or you got interviews with Earl Hebner calling out the refereeing for being bad. You got uh, Earl Hebner, who, by the way, is a senior official who just does pay-per-views. He's like, we need, I, I, I think, I don't know if he was saying he needs to be on the road with them to train them or whatnot, mm-hmm. but maybe he was also, maybe he was saying that he can't be on the road due to like all the traveling. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, Cause I, he's I, definitely, thing, he's probably like seven years, seven years old or something. Yeah. Well, the thing is I, I'm not a fan of the referee. Um, Brian, uh, what is it? Like Brian something. I don't know. The, uh, I, the AEW referees need training. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of how animated the referee is. Uh, Bryce, that's who it is. Bryce Rems- Rumsberg. I, I think that his animated, he's overly animated in the ring. Yeah, he tra- he looks, it's as if he's putting himself over. Yeah, it, it looks like he's like um, a Stretch Armstrong kind of a thing where he's just like, or a wacky, wavy uh, Bailey friend where he's just so animated and always moving his arms and his legs and jumping from right to left. And it's annoying um, and unnecessary, too, as a referee. It sucks. I was telling Mike the other day that literally, like, after um, after Sean Bennett 
was signed to WWE, there mm-hmm. weren't really any good referees on the independent scene. I, I still think Frankie was literally one of the best referees on the indies that I've seen. Yeah, Frankie Corey was... Price. Yeah, he was... Corey Price was really, really good at what he did. And outside um, of that, literally since... Since Bennett was signed to WWE, I have not seen a referee that like uh, that I connect with, mm. and I'm like, oh yes, I could, I believe what he's doing, I believe what she's doing, I see what they're doing, they're doing, they're they're working in harmony in this match. Yeah, I, I can't think of anybody else referee wise where I'm like, all right, this is gonna go well and stuff like like. Uh, Corey Price did a great job, but no other referees come to mind, really. I mean, of course, we may be a little bit biased, too. But like, that, no other referees come to mind. Well, I, I, it's also the fact that, like, referees aren't just, like, put out there. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But from what I'm seeing in, in AEW, I'm, none of these referees are... They all need more training. Yeah. I agree. Up next was the only match that I saw for the AEW World Championship. And um, I, I don't know. The stipulation was if if Cody doesn't win the championship, I thought, then he'll yeah. never have. I don't know if it was win the championship or win the match. If he, if he loses, period. If he right. lost. He will never be able to challenge for the championship again. So Chris Jericho ends up picking up the victory over Cody by quote-unquote technical submission because MJF threw in the towel. Um, But what was super confusing, what was the point of Muda, Arn Anderson, and Dean Malenko being there? What was the point of the judges? I... I didn't know that they were even judges. I thought that they were just sitting in the front row. I'm well, I'm pretty sure they were judges because we had the whole Yeah, they were judges to determine the the winner in the in the event of a, a time limit draw. Yeah. I, I I like I don't I don't what does that add to the match? Nothing. Nothing. It's just people out there um it didn't make sense to me. Oh, Rock and Roll Express, just talking about people oh, yeah, yeah. in the in the audience. That was a cool spot with the Proud and Powerful and Young Bucks. I thought that was cool where Rock and Roll Express uh, got on the ring. We even saw Yoshitonic from uh, Ricky Morton. Ricky Morton, yeah. I, I assume we're going to see uh, Santana and Ortiz versus Rock and Roll Rock. Express again. So Yeah, I would, that would be cool. Yeah. But, yeah. Jericho defeated Hager, uh, defeated uh, Cody, but yeah. And the, uh, yeah. afterwards, MJF uh, picks up Cody, apologizes or whatever, and then kicks him down under. Yeah, MJF officially turning heel. We knew it was going to happen. We just didn't know when, um, and we found out when. Which, by the way, Cody Rhodes uh, got busted open. During that match, which was an insane, like he took a face right to the to the steel entrance yeah. ramp. Yeah, hard way, hard yeah. way. But uh, yeah, so Jericho remains champion. Uh, 
the only other person that I think the the person that has the best record right now in AEW is Scorpio Sky. And huh. he, he's eight and three. I'm still curious to see when these are really going to play into a larger factor. I don't know if they're. I, I don't know if it's like a troll or whatnot. But one of the Jacksons said that they're eventually going to be resetting. I believe. I don't know if he said it as like a joke or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I. I mean that. I. That's. I feel like that seasonal rankings is the only way this is possible. I think. Yeah. Because if you like, if you have somebody who's been in the company since day one, as opposed to somebody who's coming in brand new, how like how they have to work up, work their way up to the top so much more than somebody who's been there since day one, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as opposed to if you reset it every year or so. Yeah. Are you like? Do you like the resetting or? I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure how I feel about it, but well, that... the uh, the quote unquote not main event main event took place. The uh, lights go out for the unsanctioned lights out match, and everything resets. You got John Moxley picking up the victory over Kenny Omega in a match that the internet was uh, either really loved or really hated due to, I guess, all the blood and how unnecessary a bunch of the stuff that they did was, but. I thought like some of the spots were cool, like the um like Omega breaking out the, the glass, which is like a throwback to the glass table and everything. Yeah, that was a, a nice little spot. Um the you had the tangled web. Which uh, I don't spot. know why anyone even like Foley and Terry <laughs> Funk, I don't know why anyone would do something like that. They yeah. they showed they showed Kenny Omega's back on uh, Dynamite and it's like why would you ugh I don't know nobody's ever told Rapid. me to stay away from barbed wire but I know not to touch it so <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I just I don't I don't know why anyone would put themselves through that and that yeah and then uh, with everything with the pulling up pulling up the the mat off of the ring yeah. to expose the the wood underneath. I overall, I could have. I don't know. I, I why was, do you not like that? I I don't mind that spot. It was it was, it was entertaining. I mean, it, I will Gargano not, I will and not, I will not say that the match was not entertaining, but I I'm fine with or without. Uh, but yeah, it was an entertaining match, so I can't take that uh, away from that. Yeah, and hopefully. I don't know. Hopefully, that's like out of Moxley's system or whatever. I don't know if he's like going to continue to do these like deathmatch esque sort of things. I liked. Uh, I was. I was looking at uh, Renee Young's commentary, not commentary, but uh, tweets about well during Full Gear at least saying like, "Oh my yeah. God, WTF? What is going on?" Yeah, I. I think that we're going to see more of Moxley in that, just getting it all out of his system and kind of getting people to watch him again uh just based on that but when's the next pay-per-view i do not think I don't it's know announced if we, yeah i don't know if we know that yet but you know oh i overall i'm not a fan of this pay-per-view i think something that there were more it just was dull for me 
there was nothing that really drew me in. If this was well, this was on in the background, and I'm fine with this being background television, but there was nothing that sat me in front of the TV to say, you know what, I can't move because I have to see this play out. Uh, the benefit was that there were only eight matches, but every match went over ten minutes. There were no match that no matches were less than ten minutes, but yeah. But that was AEW full gear. I think the the next thing announced is uh, just the Rock and Wrestling, and I don't think that's going to be on. I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe they're going to have that on Bleacher for free or something like that. The Chris Jericho's Cruise. Maybe I'm sure they'll they'll find some with something with it. Yeah, I don't know. But, but uh, I was hoping that AEW, like every time they're like, oh, by the way, guys, we're about to announce a really hot new city. And mm. then uh, it's just Miami. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, they're getting further from New York. <laughs> but, so, uh, yeah, right. we'll, we'll uh, go more into uh, Dynamite, maybe more coverage of Full Gear uh, next, hopefully uh, next week uh, for the Wednesday Night Wars. But right now we're going to take a quick little break. And we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Hey nerds, this is Francis Kiplin Stevens, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 458. Moving over to some sports entertainment with some... Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Yeah, that's the stuff. Which is kind of annoying because... Well, this was also a uh, taped episode. SmackDown last week and Raw this week was uh, taped due to uh, them being overseas. This was taped, I believe, Friday or Saturday. Uh, But you had the Kabuki Warriors in the first match defeat Becky Lynch and um, Charlotte Flair to retain the uh, championships. Yeah, they they said Natty was dealing with family issues, and that's why Becky Lynch was there to replace her. But I don't understand why they would get a title shot if Natty couldn't make it. It wasn't Becky and Flair that picked up the victory over vic- like the two victories or whatever over them. It was yeah. it was it was Natty. Mm-hmm. But uh, Shayna Baszler distracted Becky during this. Bailey attacked Shayna Baszler, and then uh, Shayna ended up. Uh, Getting the upper hand there, and uh, then Bailey uh, attacked Becky after the match. Yeah, it, I, I thought the attack after her afterwards was really cool, but overall, it was it was all right. Which, by the way, it's super annoying. They're they're advertising uh, Kabuki Warriors versus Flair and Lynch for the titles, like all up and down everywhere for all the yeah. uh, the upcoming. Live events. I know they teased it for uh, TLC also. First uh, tag team women's TLC, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which that's just I don't I'm I don't want that I don't want to see Flair and Lynch as a tag team. I don't know if they're trying to like oh two and two two and two. They're both uh, teaming up, so maybe there's gonna join forces to Superpower one day for the Horsewomen. Yeah, I don't want to see them be tag team. That's like the last thing I want to see. The last thing I wanted to see was them fight each other again, but I guess the second to last thing would be to have them be a team. But yeah, uh, it happens. Bailey also showed up on NXT to uh, take out Shayna Baszler and uh, a bunch of the women from the Survivor Series team for NXT. Yeah, we, so 
which is something cool to see from Bailey because we want to keep on seeing that kind of a that kind of a mean streak in Bailey. Um, so it's cool to see her show up on NXT and go after them. Yeah. Up next, we had Drew McIntyre take on Sin Cara, which I legitimately have no idea why this match took place. You you do. It's because Sin Cara asked for his release. No, 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 because that happened Monday. Exactly. This was taped before that. This uh, has nothing to do with Sinkar requesting his release. Huh. Interesting. Maybe he released it earlier. No. Maybe he nope. asked for it nope. earlier on Monday. Nope. It would I still know. have zero effect. It wasn't taped on Monday. It was taped way before that. Friday or, or either Friday or Saturday. Maybe he asked for it last week. A hundred percent no. I don't know. I, I think Drew McIntyre right now it's I I feel like he's vulnerable to get dropped in a Braun Strowman manner. You know, like right now he's vulnerable in the place where he has potential to be put in the main event right now. Well, that's what I said. I I said I think if – I think I said last year that if he's not champion by the end of 2019, then you're doing wrestling wrong. But now, like you said the other week, he was out with the injury, so – yeah, he was out with the injury, so let's play that into factor. We'll but right give him now, till WrestleMania. Yeah, but right now with Drew McIntyre, if you put him in squash matches the next few weeks or next week, you don't have it appear. The week after, put him back with, let's say, well, he's on the Survivor Series team. Yeah, I, I just want to see a solo run, but I, it's tough to see it happening right now. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, Next up, you had the Singh brothers taking on our truth. Uh, this ended in a no contest for the twenty four seven championship. Um, yeah, yeah the, I, the Singh brothers left, and our truth chased him to the back. And when he was looking for them, uh, well, when they were hiding, at least they ended up being attacked by Rowan. And Truth just left them alone. I thought for sure he was going to go in for the pin, but he like closed the door and everything. Yeah, he turned off the light. Yeah. Something. They're like, oh, we're friends, we're friends. (laughs) And he goes, whoop, nope, I'm out. Yeah, I I think that I do like that the 24-7 championship, after having so many run-ins and interruptions uh, in the past, they seem like they have dwindled back a little bit. I think one of the the Singh brothers said on 205 Live last night that – I think come today they might be the longest rating to uh, dub the 24-7 champion. Yeah, and I, I got to say, I actually do like them dwindling back a little bit. And I don't care if they go full-fledged like maybe next week or the week after where they start to have uh, that uh, slapstick comedy stuff again. But I like that right now it kind of took a little break. It's not 24-7 championships not being featured as often right now. <laughs> That's crazy, yes. Samir Singh is uh, at 16 days. I feel like he – how was Crown Jewel already 16 days ago? Uh, That's best. so crazy. That was Halloween. But, uh, yeah, so he was 16. The The next closest, that was R-Truth at 15. Yeah. And then so. Maverick was at 14. And then Truth, 12. Elias, 11. Tied with Carmella, who was at 11. There you go. Next up, you had Seth Seven Rollins months. cutting a promo in the ring, uh, pretty much call, calling out UK's finest. Well, and, before that even, though, he was talking about NXT and declared himself on Raw, Team Raw. 
Yes, and, very and important. Hyped up Survivor Series, said he's going to win. You got uh, Seth Rollins as the captain. You have McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, and Ricochet. And then, yeah, yeah. He, he issued the the an open challenge to the best, which immediately I'm like, oh my god, there's no way. And then you hear the, uh, sure enough, dun 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 dun, dun and Walter, and it, well, first Imperium, and then. Walter and I marked out. Let's just say no, like he asked for UK's finest, and nobody from the UK came out. <laughs> None of these wrestlers are based from the UK. None of them have, are. Are they all no. from Germany? <laughs> yeah, you have Germany, I think Italy, and um, I forgot the other place. I saw it on Botchmania uh, before, but no, none of them are from the UK. Fabian Eichner is from Italy. Marcel Barthel is from Germany, as is Walter. Oh, no, Walter's from Austria. And, uh... Uh... Where is Alexander Wolf from? Germany, I think. Yeah, I think, think Germany, too. I think but, Germany. yeah, so, UK's finest. Nobody's from the UK. <laughs> That is, that's funny. That's really yeah. funny. I don't know why then I, why, well, okay, so here's the thing though, <laughs> is when you say, when you say, I want the best that UK has, NXT UK. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, that could be one way to look at it, but even still, I think that you would have gotten a, a large reaction if. You had um, William somebody Regal. else, but, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm I'm just really happy that none of SmackDown or Raw was spoiled. Yeah, I thought that was really good too. So uh, so the match took place. Seth Rollins picks up the victory over Walter via disqualification because Imperium attacked him, and then the Street Profits ran down as well as uh, Kevin Owens to make the save. And I kept I keep on thinking about Kevin Owens. We. He's like a hit or miss kind of a character right now. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they're doing like that. He's just like every time there. he's come out, he's come out with the street profits. Part of like it's weird. I mean, like he's on Raw, but part I don't know. Part of me wants him to like screw you guys. I'm going to NXT. I feel like it's going. It's bound to happen. I mean, but that's Kevin still Owens. what I I want with Orton. So I don't. Yeah, but with Kevin Owens, I mean, he came out the only other time before this that we saw him was with um, when the Street Profits needed backup and he came out the team with the Street Profits one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one time on Monday Night Raw, what, maybe three weeks ago, four weeks ago. And then we didn't really hear anything from Kevin Owens after that. And then now he's coming out again to help out Street Profits. So, um,. We're yeah, both but, versus I mean, this, NXT? No. The other one was versus the OC, maybe? Yeah. But okay. this, this got turned into a uh, four-on-four with uh, Seth Rollins, the Street Profits, and Kevin Owens taking up the victory over uh, Imperium, which is just, first of all, it was just really crazy to see Rollins versus Walter. And, uh, yeah. like, the whole NXT invasion's been just, like, incredible. Yeah, it's been a ton of fun. I like Montez doing the Ultimate Warrior rope shake there. It was like the most gifable thing I've ever seen. 
Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Very, very cool. Um, but yeah, this took place. Um, Imperium overall, I'm excited for them. So I'm, I'm assuming, more. I would have to assume that Walter is going to be on the NXT team for Survivor Series. It would make sense. It would be cool to have Walter uh, Walter in that kind of an aspect. Uh, he might be the, the longest reigning WWE champion currently. I'm not positive on that, but he might be because he won at uh, TakeOver New York back in April. Mm, that's true. Up next, just like uh, Drew McIntyre versus Sin Cara, I don't know why this happened. You had Andrade taking on and defeating Cedric Alexander. Two people who seemed to be feuding had nothing to do with each other on Raw. I thought that was very strange. Yeah. I, I, I... It made no sense. There was like no mention, it seemed, even of like Andrade and Sin Cara's match or Sin Cara and Andrade's match. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. get it. I, I'm I'm at a loss. Up next, Lana was out there and uh, claimed she was pregnant. Lashley ends up attacking Rusev. Um, I still don't understand how it makes sense that Lana cheated on Rusev because all Rusev wanted to do was have sex, but now all she does is have sex? Yeah, this entire storyline, I think we're kind of coming to that point but, where we know that it's a train wreck but for some reason it's the highest rated on on youtube i'm really surprised about that i i don't know yeah for for some people I, I for some reason i mean it's not working for me but there are people out there who are very much so entertained by it yeah very interesting yeah uh, next up, you had Eric Rowan picking up the victory over Sonner Durson. Yeah, which um, uh, Eric Rowan now walks around with a cage that's covered by a sheet. Don't know what's in the cage. What do you think is in the cage? Um, what could be in the cage? Is it an animal? Maybe uh, Luke Harper. <laughs> Ooh, maybe a mini <laughs> Luke Harper. Maybe a Luke Harper action figure. Maybe a gator. Maybe a rat. A rat would make make sense. Why I don't know. Uh, may, maybe a My Little Pony. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But we did see Rowan earlier in the night talking to it. So yeah. So I guess we're gonna see that breakdown. Very interesting. Uh, Rowan's character. I, I think I'm interested to see these promos play out too. I think. I mean, now I want to see Rowan promos. But uh, next up, you had the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders, pick up the victory over Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Uh, nice to see Andrews and Webster get some offense in there, especially being a UK audience and everything like that. Yeah, it was also unexpected to see them on Raw. I thought it was cool. Yeah, and but... it, it wasn't. It was a quick match, but it wasn't a uh, squash match of any means. Yeah, so I thought that was also cool. I'm with you all the way. Main event, we saw Randy Orton teaming up with Ricochet and Umberto Carrillo to take on and defeat the OC. We uh, Earlier in the night, they were all backstage, and OC was talking trash to uh, 
Ricochet and well, first Umberto Carrillo, and then Ricochet stepped up and they challenged them. They're like, "Oh, we dare you to find a third person. You're not going to be able to find a third person." And Randy Orton comes into the picture. He goes, basically, are you sure about that? And he stepped up. I'm not really. I mean, outside of them being on the Survivor Series team, I don't really know why Randy Orton would step up. Yeah, I. I mean, Randy Orton. I don't. You can't trust Randy Orton. So I don't know why any. I hate that the faces are like, yeah, no, we could. Dude, that's why that like just adds even more to like, please, please, please go to NXT. Mm-hmm. Like he could just he could be in the match on Monday night, not on Monday Night Raw at Survivor Series, boom, RKO, and then that's how NXT picks up the victory. Yeah, and it ends. Oh my God, is Randy Orton uh, turning his back on WWE? Yeah. And then he like goes to NXT or something. I don't know. It'd but, be interesting. Uh I gotta say Umberto Carrillo might have like the best moonsault in the business currently. Uh currently yeah. It's nice and smooth. I always like that delayed uh moonsault. The delayed moonsaults always look awesome. I think him and uh his cousin Angel Garza are incredible athletes. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, he yeah, Garza continues to have incredible matches on NXT. Yeah, it's it's nice to see him getting this exposure right now too. Yeah. Uh but, which uh speaking of NXT, just going to touch on two things that I think is important to uh the in the upcoming Monday Night Raw maybe. Yeah, touch on it. Uh that being Finn Balor coming out to uh challenge the NXT locker room because Johnny Gargano is injured and he got injured by Finn Balor when he hit the 1916 a few weeks ago. So he's out of war games. Uh, Matt Riddle stepped up and then they announced that Riddle's off champus team for war games and he's going to be facing Balor. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to be working that into uh, the actual NXT team survivor series. I don't think we have anybody announced for that really yet. I don't think so either. And then, but uh, I am, I'm excited for this match. Yeah, big time. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, and then the other thing that I wanted to touch on was Io Shirai defeating Mia Yim in that ladder match for the advantage in War Games. Which uh, Mia Yim got her nose busted open. Earlier in the night, uh, Aaliyah got her nose busted open too. But uh, surprisingly, Dakota Kai came out to help Mia Yim. And it ended up being Kaylee Ray to come out and attack them and then join Baszler's team. Yeah, was not expecting Kaylee Ray. I was fully expecting Dakota Kai to turn on on Rhea Ripley's team and join join Baszler. That would make sense. I mean, me and you spoke about it. I don't know if it was on air or off air, but we spoke about that as an option. It could still happen where she, like, helps... Shayna Baszler's team win, but I mean, maybe yeah, I could see Dakota Kai helping Baszler's team win as a as a heel turd because I think that would be a cool aspect because you can always or I don't know I, I guess maybe after we spoke about it, I was really fond of the idea of her being on the opposite team of Tegan Knox yeah um, and it just it made sense because especially after that entire like sorry Dakota uh we're not we're going in this direction yeah like Rhea Ripley's uh 
statement to her. And then her reaction of like kind of like hanging her head low and being really upset and walking away. Christmas time. Yeah, but that, that's a so. Charlie Brown gimmick. But yeah. uh, yes, I thought that was a really good match. We have a ladder match up next week. Uh, Adam Cole versus Champa, maybe. Mm-hmm. For uh, to to again see the War Games advantage. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so and then Bailey attacked. Attack Baszler, so. Bailey attacking Baszler. But uh, the NXT women absolutely kill it. And uh, we'll get to that in a few moments. But moving to SmackDown, it opens with King Corbin being carried out on a throne. Joining Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, who are already in the ring. And uh, he declared himself as the team captain of SmackDown. With Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, Chad Gabe, or Shorty G, and now returning Mustafa Ali. Mustafa and when I say Ali. returning, I mean the name because he's been yeah. Ali for. It's weird that out of nowhere he's Mustafa Ali again, but I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm totally good with that. I mean, I I've never stopped calling him Mustafa Ali. Here, here's hoping for the Cien Almas. Yeah, that would be nice, too. That would be nice. But, all right. But Baron uh, Corbin invites uh, Roman Reigns to the ring, and Reigns' music hits only to have a person dressed as Roman Reigns in a dog suit come out with a dog bark Roman Reigns theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the first match up, we saw Shorty G and Ali, uh, or as the internet is calling them, Ali G. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, picked awesome. up the victory over Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. I believe if Ali G lost this, um, I think Ziggler and Roode were going to be added to the team in their place for Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. But uh, Roman Reigns came out during this match, which I was kind of disappointed with. Well, he came out to, uh, I guess, fend off Corbin. Mm-hmm. But I was disappointed because I kind of had hoped that the person in the dog suit was going to be Reigns. Oh. Kind of like when the, the present was unwrapped and it was Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I, I, liked, I liked when, when Corbin tried to get involved and Re- Reigns took care of it. Ali took care of it. And then after that, after Roman Reigns hit the spear, he like went to the corner of the commentary team and like just gave a bunch of fist bumps to to people who were ringside. I always think that's cool and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it makes people's night or whatever. But uh, the match ends with the Chaos Theory into the 450 Splash. Um, maybe maybe they got the uh, tag team championship title reign in their future. I I would be all right with that, Ali G. Although, I think, come on, Chad Gable, also Ali, they 100% could both have the Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. Up next was a quick little Firefly Funhouse. Bray Wyatt introduced the, the new Universal Championship. It's blue, as opposed to red, and... Uh, I don't know. It's weird that they had Bray debut the Universal Championship a few weeks ago, I think, on backstage. And it was red, but uh, but yeah, so this was basically just him saying that he's going to check out Miz TV later on. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but up next, you had Braun Strowman come out uh, because B Team and and Drew Gulak were in the ring, and uh, basically they it turned into a three on one. They had the yeah. upper hand at first, and uh, Braun Strowman fought them off. I would love nothing more than for Drew Gulak to face Braun Strowman again in a one-on-one match and actually pick up a victory. That's never going to happen. I'm very much so aware <laughs> of that. But... I mean, it, it would be nice. I, I It would be a squash match, total yeah. squash match. I mean, uh, kind next of up, like, yeah, kind of yeah, like the next, last time. Yeah, next up you had Drew, uh, Drew Gulak. Uh, next up you had New Day pick up the uh, take on the revival for the tag team championship, but Which, this ended in no contest. Can I just mention that today is the day that WWE 10 years ago was at Madison square garden for Monday night raw and Kofi Kingston did the boom drop to Randy Orton. There you go. But uh, I was so disappointed in this. I, not the match itself. I just, I really wanted revival to win this more than anything just because of that survivor series match. It's like literally the takeover match that has never, that never happened. Mm-hmm. It would have been such a good match. Undisputed Era versus Revival versus uh, Viking Raiders. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, Undisputed Era came out and attacked both teams, and uh, the SmackDown brand chased them off. But as far as this match goes, I was I was big time into it. I like Big E launching Kofi to the outside, and mm-hmm. uh, Revival caught Kofi and then sent him into the ring post, mm-hmm. which was then. Big E runs out of the ring and runs into them and they like they both duck it like clotheslines or whatever and they turn it into a double back body drop onto the announce table. There was a cool spot. And almost win with the shatter machine and oh man, it was such a good like ending sequence of that match before Undisputed Era got there. Revival Revival have that a lot. Yeah. Revival do that Which a lot. Which is why I wanted that oh man, I wanted that takeover match <laughs> so bad at Survivor Series, but in time, in time. I don't know, man. <laughs> in time. I don't know. Up next, I, though, was cool. Yeah. You saw Heavy Machinery take on Kip Stevens and Kevin Tibbs. Quick, uh, cool cool squash match. We uh, know the people in it. Yeah, very cool to see Kip. Yeah. And Tibbs, yeah. And Tibbs has been used. How many times has it been on uh, WWE programming this year? I don't know. Last time I saw him, it was at Raw. And I thought it was funny because everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, Enzo Amore!" And I'm like, "I'm like, I think that's actually uh, this guy wrestler Kevin Tibbs." I think maybe I mean he was on. I think he was used on 205 Live somewhat recently. I think we last saw him get power bombed by Rowan mm. onto people. Maybe, yeah. Uh, also, heavy machinery. With- they look like they have like the time of their life when they wrestle. Yeah, but what's going to happen with heavy machinery? Do you, think um, do you see them become champions soon? I don't know necessarily soon, but uh, one day, yes, hundred percent. There's like their pay per view matches are like like bar a bar above many other tag teams. Yeah, I've Next. always I've always been surprised by what they've done. Yeah, they've been doing good. Up next, you had Bailey versus Nikki Cross that ended in a no contest. If uh, Nikki Cross won this, I believe she was going to be replacing Sasha Banks on uh, the, the Survivor Series team. But uh, Shayna Baszler ends up showing up, and Becky ducked into the crowd. Not Becky, Bailey ducked into the crowd. 
and only to have Team Kick, uh, Mia Yim and Ray Ripley show up behind her. And then uh, Tegan Knox punched her in the face and uh, Rhea body slammed her over the barricade. Which you would think is Bailey gets the victory there, but... No go. But because, I guess, the, the NXT women then attacked Nikki Cross as well. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the Survivor Series team or whatever ran down and uh, it was a huge brawl. I mean, I, I think that Candice should have been in this instead of Dakota Kai. I mean, but then that goes into what you always pre, what you always say, and what I always disagree with about you. You're never a fan of the mishmashing of the storylines. I'm always good with it, but in this case, I'm like, it kind of like hits me where it's like you have three out of the four teammates. You could have just had the fourth teammate be there instead of Dakota Kai, because yeah, you just had. Every, I mean. Yeah, but in the had... same in the same sense, when afterwards Sasha Banks makes a challenge, a four four on four match, Nikki Cross isn't on the Survivor Series team. Yeah, so you had Carmella teaming up with Dana Brooke and uh, Sasha Banks and Nikki Cross to to win over Team Kick, Mia Yim, and uh, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, which it's really cool to see all the the current NXT women in this match. I mean, maybe they want to push Team Kick just in case they bring them up as Team Kick. You know, I I was thrown. Michael Cole said uh, at one point in this match, he said something like Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai were once known as Team Kick, as if they're like no longer going to be a team. So then why? I, I really hope that's not the case. And he just like misspoke or something because they're like... To me, they're currently Team Kick. I'm like, that threw me for a loop. I don't want them to never not be Team Kick right now. Well, I, I think that this entire Survivor Series, uh, well, War Games aspect, it's such a fine line where you have Survivor Series and uh, upcoming and story separate storyline feuds. Where does that storyline end? Where does Survivor Series storyline start? Yeah, you know, it's it always was... a fine line, which I feel like both sides have valid arguments. Yeah. Uh, at one point, though, this match, just like they broke down into like their the finishers and everything. And uh, Nikki Cross picks up the victory. Then yeah. the NXT women jumped the SmackDown women, but you had Fire and Desire and uh, Tamina also run down. Uh, well, I, I'm pretty sure Fire and Desire were in that brawl to begin with. But, but Tamina, they, they you know, the difference down. maker right there. Tamina, she's a hall of future Hall of Famer right there. But uh, yeah, they all they all made the save. And what's cool about this whole segment is everyone involved has spent time, either with the exception of Tamina, everyone has been in NXT. But Tamina was on; she had like a bunch of matches. She wasn't like part of the roster, but she had a bunch of matches on the original run of NXT in the the last season of it. Really? Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Before that before like, Usos? Uh, no, that was after Usos. Okay. So, yeah, it was like she was. I think she was with JTG at one point. I don't even know. Yeah, that fifth season was strange, but uh, but it, I thought it was really cool that like everyone, absolutely everyone in oh, this segment. Wait, fifth season of NXT. Yeah. Are like, you talking? Like rookies versus pros, it turned. It was okay. like a, it was a weird. Oh, all right. I, I for some reason I thought that you were talking about like NXT television. 
No, no, no. I'm talking okay. just like NXT in general. But okay. and technically that that wasn't even. I think that was the internet. I don't think it was on. That wasn't on TV. Okay. But I just thought it was really cool that absolutely everybody in this segment was NXT at one point, without officially being on the roster for Tamina's case. But mm-hmm. everyone else was officially on an NXT roster at one point. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. But up next, you had Miss TV with Daniel Bryan closing uh, SmackDown. Um, earlier in the night, Sami Zayn and Nakamura stopped Daniel Bryan and told him that like he needs to really kind of give him an answer about joining them. And uh, Daniel Bryan questioned Sami Zayn as to why he ran off when The Fiend attacked him last week. Which I thought was funny because he's like, "Oh no, I like I come. I thought you were right behind me. In fact, I felt wind. I thought I thought that was you running." Um, and then Daniel Bryan ends up saying that he's not joining. Yeah, and heartbreaker. Kind of makes a joke, and he goes, "I think you know. I do have somebody who sh- who should join your team. I think you should ask Braun Strowman." And Sami Zayn's like starts trashing Braun Strowman, and he turns around right into Braun Strowman. It was like a funny en- ending to that segment. And his reaction was really funny. He's like, "Oh, you're so quick." <laughs> yeah, but uh, as, as <laughs> or far you're so, as you're so you're so quiet, or yeah. something like that, where it's just like it's just funny. As far as uh, Miss TV goes, Miss um, said he thinks the reason why the fiend attacked Daniel Bryan is because he's vulnerable and washed up. And Daniel Bryan goes, "You know, Miss TV sucks. It's always sucked, but you're right." I'm not the same person I used to be. And then he started yelling about passion. Miz cut him off. I don't know if they were trying to do like a uh, a talking smack-esque moment. Mm-hmm. But uh, Daniel Bryan describes him and uh, himself and, and Bray Wyatt as mentally unstable. And then the Firefly Funhouse cuts them off. And Bray Wyatt said something along the lines of like, if you want to play with me, all you have to do is say the, the the special word or whatever. And Daniel Bryan's like, no. Meanwhile, the crowd's going wild. Yes, yes, yes. And it would go back and forth between the, the characters like Abby and mm-hmm. whatever the other ones named Ramblin' Rabbit. They would he'd be like, no, yes, no, yes. And then Daniel Bryan said he's not going to play with him. But if they're going to fight, they're going to have to do it for the title. And then ask Bray Wyatt for what he thinks. And Bray Wyatt's just got the most maniacal yes chant ever. Screaming that over and over again. That that ends and Miz announces it to be official for Survivor Series. I was expecting The Fiend to attack Miz, but... It, yeah. It, it, I thought, I mean, you could have ended it with just Bray Wyatt yelling yes over and over again. I would have been fine. Yeah, I think that, that was a fine ending to... Uh... SmackDown. I, I just... You can't have The Fiend lose right now, though. Yeah, I, I'm I'm assuming... I mean, I don't think Daniel Bryan's going to become champion, but... Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a good match. But I don't know what to... Uh, it's The Fiend is built up so much. And the character is so great that it's so prone to disaster. Very easily. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be hard to see who takes the title from him. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, all right. Well, that is Smack It Downeth.
Hey, Brandon, you got any shout-outs? Damn it, Bobby. How many times do I have to tell you to listen to Brandon's shout-outs? First shout-out goes to Trevor Murdoch. I think it's absolutely awesome to see him on uh, NWA Power. It's not weekly, but I'm happy that he's on and he fits in so well. I wish the matches were longer and I just wish there was more to NWA, but I'm really happy seeing Trevor Murdoch again in 2019. I was thinking about him the other day. Oh, because of the uh, Yoshi Tonic. And I, I still, I would, yeah, he used to do that, which everyone like popped big time when he did that the first time. Yeah. I, I would still like to see the Highlanders in NWA. Hmm. It'd be interesting. I, I don't Who knows know, if I don't they know where still they, even wrestle. Yeah, I have no idea if they're still in the business or not, but I think it'd be cool to, well, Trevor Murdoch wasn't in the business anymore, so. That's true. Who knows? Uh, next up goes to the live action Lady in the Tramp. We did mention uh, Disney Plus kind of earlier. Uh, not kind of. We did mention it earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I did at least. But it's like, I, I thought it was a really good. Like, if you like the original cartoon, then there's no reason why you wouldn't like this version. But, like, Disney uh, Plus is so overwhelming that it's just like. Where do you go? Yeah. I, this is one of the, the first pieces of original content for the for the platform but it's just like there's so many things on there that it's like the very first thing i did was turn on lion king just to hear the the opening (laughs) and then i turned it off and i watched there was a uh like a thing with forky from toy story 4 all right i have beef with with forky why why is he forky and not sporky oh well that was explained by tony hale Recently on one of the late night shows, I forget which, I believe, I don't know which one, but uh, I think he said something that the uh, the kid named him. The kid doesn't know what a spork is. Kids don't really know what sporks are. They know what a fork is. And okay. the, uh, the director, I believe, asked his actual kid, what should the fork's name be? Which, what should the name be? And they said... Oh, what'd they say? Oh, man, I forget what it was, but it was something where, like, it came close to uh, a curse word. Uh Uh-huh. Where I remember them making the joke, like, Mother Forker. Okay. And they were like, well, we can't have that, so we'll just have Forky. So, because Mm -hmm. it's, it's named by, like, an actual child in the movie... The, hmm. the child names it. She doesn't know what a spork is. She just thinks it's a fork because that's it's the prongs or whatever. All right, I could I could accept it. I could accept it. But yeah, Disney Plus is incredible. Um, I know it it launched and everyone's like, oh, Disney Plus doesn't work. Blah blah. blah. Yeah, I, you had to expect that. Yeah. But they were very, I think, very quick to to make the 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 fixes and everything. My one gripe with it is the uh, the fact that their their TV shows are weekly. Ugh, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. I want I want to binge watch TV shows. I, I don't want to watch weekly content anymore. Sorry, you you and your spoiled generation. Yeah, millennials. You're also a millennial. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually happy that they have uh, that they're not putting it all out there at once. Oh man, I just I'm uh, whatever. 
And I know a lot of people, I think the very first thing a lot of people did was watch that uh, Mandalorian episode from Star Wars. Yeah, that's very, very hot right now. But I could not care less. <laughs> I mean, I'm interested, but I, I haven't seen it. Well, but... I, I just, I don't, uh, I don't care for Star Wars. I think if uh, Disney really wanted to to do something, even though people complained about it, they they should add the Christmas special. What do you mean? The the Star Wars Christmas special that aired like once, I think, and everyone says it's a piece of garbage. Oh, gotcha. But I believe John Favreau might be working on an actual new uh, Christmas Star Wars special. Very interesting. So, yeah, it's it's Disney Plus has been uh, good to me so far, so it's cool. Uh, last shout out goes to Billy Joel. Uh, as I said earlier, I did see him last night, which was the fifth time this year. Didn't intend to see him five times. I it, the the fifth time comes because of May, because of ah. on, on our birthday. But uh, I finally completed the task at which I set out to do. Eventually, once he uh, once he had the residency, and that being. I've seen Billy Joel once every month. Um, on, a, on a technicality for January, because I saw him on New Year's Eve, and I did see him perform a few songs in January of 2014. I say that counts. That's yeah, I'm, I count it. Yeah. So I, I've seen him multiple times in some months because it was my overall 16th Billy Joel concert. Um, which is the most I've ever seen an artist. Seventeenth mm-hmm. uh, time seeing him live because he had uh, I did see him at Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, cool! So yeah, it was overall really I've I tip my hat to Billy Joel. All right, so now what does this mean in the life of Brandon? Is <laughs> are you done with Billy Joel? Is Billy for not, I'm still not around? Like, okay, I'm not saying I'm done. I'm not like I'm not Breaking saying up. I will never go to another Billy Joel concert. But for now, I like I don't have to actively go. Are you going to go out of your way for Billy? What do you mean out of my way? Like, are you going to actively seek out tickets? Not, not right now. No. Wow, I, I think I, I have I've missed I've I've gone like a year or so without seeing Billy Joel before. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right. Well, I, I think that that's a that's a big step. Uh, I I think that's pretty huge. Yeah, it was his, I feel like every other every every other episode is yep. Just got back from a Billy Joel concert. <laughs> no, 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 no. That only happened five times this year. <laughs> and it's only and it would have happened it wouldn't have happened last night actually the the only reason why I couldn't go last November was because it was uh our cousin's wedding yeah it, 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 you you went five more times than me and Chris this year I went five more times than you and Chris probably in general definitely I mean you've never <laughs> seen Billy Joel no <laughs> yeah but it's, right. it's just like it's really cool like just like being at Madison Square Garden for it and like seeing how like happy people are during mm-hmm. the concert. Like people are like you nobody knows anybody there and they're as if you're like sitting next to your best friend and it's the weirdest thing. That does seem pretty weird. Like people in like in front of you like they turn around they're like yeah, hell yeah, like they 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 uh cling beers or whatever. 
just that's because just they're strangers. all drunk. It, no, no, not necessarily drunk, but it's just like it's like a it's at your like a baseball game when when your team scores or whatever, or, uh, or the team you root for scores. I should say nobody here owns a team. Yeah, I, I'm I'm good. There's like camaraderie. I don't know. It's really cool. Yeah, it's an experience. It's an online listening experience. <laughs> Word. But those are my shout outs. Now it's time for our Mark Out Moment of the Week. That is right, our Mark Out Moment of the Week. Um, by the way, I. It's not a Mark Elmo of the week. I just forgot to mention that on Dynamite this week, they were calling Sammy Guevara Sammy G. Sammy G. Uh, WWE much? Uh, hello? Sammy G? Yeah, Shorty G. They're doing the same thing. Are you kidding me? Oh, oh, oh. But uh, one of my Mark Out moments comes from Dynamite. That being MJF and Chris Jericho cutting a promo together, which I think was the best thing from Dynamite this past week. I I don't know. For me, and I think the entire wrestling world, I definitely know what the Mark moment of the week. Well, yeah, but I mean, come on. You didn't think it was cool, MJF and Jericho cutting that promo together? I'm where you, where let... you thought they were, maybe he's going to join the inner circle, whatever, maybe he won't. Then the other guy, who I have no idea who he is, actually debuted and uh, took out Cody Rhodes eventually. But I just thought it was a really cool... MJF is the best person on the microphone in wrestling today. Mm -hmm. I'd agree with that. It's not a PG rating, but whatever. And then Jericho, obviously, is like up there as one of the greatest people on the microphone of all time as well. So I thought it was really cool that they did a uh, segment together. Mm-hmm. Um, also taking place last night on 205 Live against the Singh Brothers in a handicap match for, I think it was for the 24-7 championship, CPA wrestled. So I thought that was cool seeing uh, CPA on 205 Live. Uh, that's three people that... Uh, create a pro. Yeah, create a pro, wrestle pro. And, uh, which they've, I mean, Chris Statlander worked, uh, AEW Dark that it's going to air next week. That's really cool. You know, very happy for all of them and for Pat and, uh, Hawkins. Yeah. Very but, cool uh, stuff. Speaking of Hawkins, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the actual mark out moment of the week, the big mark out moment of the week. There's a story behind the Hawkins that I mentioned that there, but, uh, CM Punk returned to, uh, Kind of returned to the company, not really, but uh, making his uh, appearance on WWE backstage. Um, huge, huge, huge stuff. I mean, you have them so, closing out the show, and then Renee Young says how they got a surprise, yada yada yada. And do you think? Do you think everybody else knew? I doesn't see. I don't know. I don't. I, I Paige, hope not. Paige was like, "Is this a rib?" Well, I think that that I don't know. When she said that, I'm like, I, I don't know. It seemed like she wait, genuinely wait. didn't know Punk was there. I don't know. They, said, they aired they aired that thing though. They have the no. well. Once once she said, "Is this a rib?" I was just like, "Up, oh, they knew." No, I don't <laughs> so know because they so had they I... had this like seven minutes or whatever a seven minute video of like 
him leading up to coming into the studio and everything, he was like wrapped up and everything. Uh, I didn't hiding. See it. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they genuinely didn't. Maybe the only person that knew was Renee Young. I don't know. But that once I heard, is this a rib? I thought that they all knew. So I went the opposite direction when I heard that. Yeah. When I, I heard, heard that, I'm like, she's tossing out insider phrases. Well, that's what they do on that show. Yeah. But CM Punk, uh, cult of personality, hits and CM Punk makes his way out. He heads right over to the camera where it's very, very dark. Unfortunately, they didn't have yeah, a lit. that was dumb. But... Um, and states that he is the cult of personality. So. And it's funny because I texted you and Chris. You honestly, you didn't believe me. Yeah, no, I didn't believe you. Then, <laughs> then once I found out, the I was boy kind of, who cries, CM Punk. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed that you even spoiled it. There, there's literally there was absolutely zero way you would have not seen it. You could have waited. To, you could have just sent me uh, uh, the clip that I found on Twitter where it doesn't say no, any. There, you didn't find a clip on Twitter that did. didn't say CM Punk. One hundred percent, you did not. Every single clip that no. I saw said CM Punk. There was I will nothing. Bet you. There was no, I will bet you. no. I guarantee you, there's no way because you, you even told me. Bet you me. even told me where you saw it, and I went I there, you. and it wasn't there. I will Every bet you. single tweet of there said CM Punk. Yeah, yeah, you spoiled it. You no. spoiled it. Something that I asked you. You'd if anything, I made you aware of it. Nope, you spoiled it. No, no, no. no. I you, made you, you aware of it. You don't even you watch backstage. You wouldn't have even known. You probably you, you probably would have gone this full week without even knowing that CM Punk was back. You know, you, there were there were better ways was about doing that. Stuff. Better ways about that. But I also, so that I is, also marked out uh, not to take anything away from CM Punk, but uh, people were watching the the full gear gimmick. But a big thing that took place on uh, on Saturday was a uh, boxing match of sorts between uh, two YouTubers, I think. One of the Logan Jake Paul people, yeah, don't and, care and about somebody them. else. But uh, Todd Grisham was on commentary, so I popped for that. So I thought Very that cool. was cool. Yeah, yeah, no, but they suck. So let's close it. Well, not Todd Grisham, but yeah, I don't care about the other two. But yeah, take us home. All right, so I guess I'll take it home. Uh, thank you for listening. We appreciate your support. That is Marking Out 458. Go check us out everywhere where you know where to find us. And we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Have 